Hello and welcome to another episode of Otra Por Favor. Otra Por Favor. Otra Por Favor. Episodio 34. Let's go. I finally remembered this time. I didn't get lost and I was like, oh man, what the heck? ¿Cuál uh, episodio es? Ah. ¿Cuál episodio es? So it's episode 34. How are you guys today? Good, man. Good. Uh, super happy, super excited to be here. I hope everybody's preparing for this cold weather front we're getting. Um it's getting chilly out there, baby. <laughs> yeah. I think by the time by the time this episode releases, it'll probably happen. Hopefully, every we all make it okay, you know. Hey, we survived uh, uh, 2021, February. I know. I think we'll be all right. I think we'll be all right, yeah. <laughs> However, I don't want to. I'm going to be out of town. And, and no, I am not pulling the Ted Cruz. <laughs> yeah, you but, are. Hey, <laughs> you're the Ted Cruz, bro. <laughs> no, hey, no, enjoy no. your tropical vacation. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, uh, no, we had planned this a long time ago. Like. For Ted real, for real. So did Ted Cruz. So did Ted Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys today? Oh, we're good, man. Good, good. I uh, let me let me pour a little drink here really quick so I can be you know on the same. What are we drinking here? What are we? What we got a little. Uh, you brought some Zucker Beer Brewing Co. The Marco IPA. Mm-hmm. I think it's become a, a a little bit of a otra por favor favorite. It's a it's it's a very good beer, man. <laughs> it's tiene it has a little nice kick to it and. I don't know about you guys, but I'm drinking apple juice. Um, babe, I'm apple not drinking juice. Just <laughs> apple juice. Oh, oh, agua de riñón. Agua de riñón. Agua de miedos. Agua de miedos. I know. Right? How uh, how was everything for you guys? How's your 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 week been? How's you know, in the new year? I know we talked about like talked about it, but how's everything for you guys regarding this year? Like I know we're almost done with January, so so quickly, right? It's crazy. Yeah, it's been quick. So. Uh, for me, I've just been getting back into the routine of, um, of work, you know, playing soccer with, with you guys, with friends, um, and working out and, and just <clears throat> getting back at, you know, what I do to make myself feel good when I'm like here in Austin. Mm-hmm. So it's been good. It, it, it's, it's been a good, it's, it's been a good week for me. Um, a lot of exciting things happening in the world of football. Uh, hopefully we can get into it in a bit, but mm-hmm. Um, I'm a huge, huge Premier League fan, uh, so there's been so much action. It has yeah. become a one-horse race, but it's okay, man. I enjoy every match, no matter what. And uh, and we've also started playing again Sundays yeah. um, with the with some of our boys from the the Bailey guys. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we finally got a win. It's our first win in a long time. Oh, Sunday, <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I'm well, happy for you guys. Who scored? Uh, man, um, I know Cesar had like two assists. And he scored. He might have scored. Uh, Lalo scored, mm-hmm. and um, we won four to one. Uh, it, it, it was just like such a team victory, man. So we really needed it morally. Yeah. <laughs> That's good, man. I, I heard uh, there was a lot of play uh, subs. For once, for once, uh, <laughs> that's true. Usually we, we have less players than 11 and we, yeah. we struggle. <laughs> that's the thing with Sunday teams, though. Right, right. A veces llega la gente, a veces no. Depende que tan crudos estén. Yeah, we're definitely missing you guys and I hope you guys can make it out there. Yeah, I'll be able to cheer, you know, but my retirement from from competitive soccer and leagues, is, it's already definite. Uh, no, I don't want to have another injury, but I llego away con a cheve. Tal vez a portero. <laughs> we appreciate that. We appreciate that. Yeah, hopefully I can I can make it one of these days. Um, hopefully it's closer to to me than than going all the way to uh, Georgetown. But yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm I'll be down to you know to go. Well, they were playing a lot of games close to my house by Johnny Morris. So oh, yeah, lately they were playing at Georgetown, so I haven't been able. to. Make it. Honestly, I don't know how that league works. Uh, wow. It's a Latin soccer league. We find out very late when we're gonna play, <laughs> where we're gonna play, and they cancel for we- really weird reasons. But that's good, man. Yeah, I'm glad you guys are playing again. Yeah. yeah, that's always a good a good sign, you know. What about you guys? How's, how's your week going, dude? I've been good. Um, this week has been pretty busy. Uh, just working on you know pricings for photography and stuff. So that's why I didn't go play yesterday. But 
And then since, get that bread, get that bread, bro. Yeah, man. Since I'm going out of town too, I wanted to take get it out of the way so I can just worry about signing the contract when good. I come back. But good. yeah, dude. Like so far, it's it's been good, man. Just that. Um, and now I mean, work has been busy. Uh, you know, like like financials. You have the end of the year, and then you have taxes. Get everything ready for taxes. Yeah. Uh, Such a scam. You, know, <laughs> you have to work to pay bills. Right. It's horrible. You know, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think we should do to change everything? <sighs> like universal income? Mm, I don't know about that. I think, man, that's a, that, that, that's a little bit of a heavy question. I think we should we should get into David's week and then we can <laughs> and then we go we can revisit it a bit. Yeah, no, uh, my week has been pretty pretty good. I've, I've been fucking busy at work. Um, we, I had a game two in Dirt on Monday. We won two, five, two, two, two. Um, and like you said, you depend on, on all the players showing up to, so you can have a good game. And, and Monday, everybody showed up. So we yeah. had a lot of subs and, and extra people that actually helped us um, get the win. And yeah, the week is going, it's going pretty quickly, to, uh, like for me. So tomorrow, it's already Thursday. One more day and we're done. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And good thing my my driver's license is expiring next month and yeah. on my birthday. So, so yeah. I'm gonna renew it as a as a citizen. So that's awesome, man. Yes. Yeah, my license is expiring too. That's oh, what yeah. happens when you're <laughs> when you're an old thirty year old. There you go. Hey man, we. <laughs> so for those of you guys who don't know, uh, David and I have very similar birthdays. I'm February fifth, and he's fourth. Third. 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 Yeah. So uh, coming hey, up, where where the party at? Yeah, yeah, we got, we have to plan <laughs> something big, man. <laughs> but make sure if we got a party, you got to invite Udi Udoka. Udoka, yeah, oh, hey, Udoka, yeah, we're yeah. gonna need a special treatment. Shout right out there. to my boy Udoka and <laughs> all the exotic dancers out there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, he, he, getting the bread. He was a uh, very. He's one of my. Uh, only, he's probably my only fan out there. <laughs> That's weird to say it like that. He's my only fan. Yeah, that, that is a little weird. <laughs> Literally and but, metaphorically. No, but he is the only fan. No, no, no. Dude, I still remember how he would be like, no, Coke is the best. What are you talking about? You you suck, David, compared to Coke. No, Coke has a mentality. Hey, 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 and I agree with him because he, he's, he's right. He's right, man. Uh, Coke has uh, the mentality and the body. has everything, man. And Coke is like, mm-hmm. nah, body. I know I can never match David and other players in skill, but I, my goal in anything that I do competitively is like, if you had to, it's life or death, if you would choose me on your team. All right, yeah. I, would, I, I, want, that guy. I, I want that guy on my team. Ask, yeah. ask CJ. Go, go to war. <laughs> let's go to war. But uh, now, nah, man, let's get into it. What are, what, are we, what are we chatting about today? Dude, we are, so... Basically, you know, we we like soccer, right? And we like talking about it. But there's um, so we're we're in a in a, in a I would say we're starting to get more into the MLS because of Austin FC. And how much, like, of, of everything that has to do with the the budgeting roster and regulations and everything and other rules, how much do you guys know about that? I'm gonna be honest, man. I'm I'm all like, I love the sport, mm-hmm. and 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 that's basically it for me. Like I don't look anything behind the behind the screens or any any finances regarding anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, I'm usually just you know me enfoco en 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 el deporte, en los jugadores, en la táctica, en la forma que juegan, en los goles. Prácticamente. Todo directo al deporte, nada, nada financiero, nada lo que pasa detrás de que, que puedes comprar eso, nada de eso. Al final de cuentas me doy cuenta cuando ya están en la cancha y uh-huh. ese, es, ese, es como, ese es como mi, mi pasión. Yo nunca me enfoco en, en nada de eso y, y, y hasta cuando llegan los jugadores nuevos, por ejemplo, los, los veo porque aparecen ahora en social media, lo cual uh-huh. es muy fácil de, de exponer hasta los rumores y todo, ¿no? Uh-huh. Pero usualmente a los jugadores nuevos y todo, en la cancha es donde los veo la, por primera vez, por decirlo así. Uh-huh, porque uh-huh. para saber que, ah, viene este y estamos tratando de hacer el contrato y todo eso, nunca me enfoco. No. Soy, soy muy malo para eso. Yo también. Mm. 
Well, I mean, before I, before I get into it, I want to say, uh, looking at David, uh, say his 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 response. Like, just got faded. He just got that haircut, that fresh oh, cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotta, <laughs> give, gotta give that shout out, man. It's looking looking tight. Yeah, yeah. Barba, the barba shot. Hey, yeah, goodness. Christopher. Thanks, Chris. thanks a lot, man. Um, you're listening. To, I know you're gonna listen to this episode because you, you were ta- talking to me about the episodes that you heard and everything. Listen to them, and um, you're probably gonna listen to this episode. And uh, shout out to Christopher that uh, got my haircut, man. Great job. Looks good, man. Shout yeah. out to the barba shop. You kind of look like a Puerto Rican. Uh-huh. Like, no, he <laughs> said. He, well, he said, you look Mexican. You're going to get that Mexican haircut, he said. And I'm like, go ahead, man. La cuache. <laughs> let, let me La have cuache. it. I was like, let me have it. And now he, perfect job, man. Uh, I love that. The, the vibe. He was there, the vibe, everything, yeah, man. Yeah. That He was uh, cracking jokes and stuff. And it was a good experience. Recommend the barber shop for whoever wants to get a Whoever wants to get a, a haircut, go go with them, man. You know, I took my 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 brother-in-law to get his haircut uh, last year, and it was Chris. Yeah. And my my brother-in-law, he had just you know he's in college, so he likes to start desvelado, and and I think like he had he had like I don't know he played poker the day before. Oh. He went, but he didn't have much sleep, but he needed to get a haircut because we're gonna travel, and I was like, dude, let's go, and then you know you get your haircut and. And, and whatnot so we get there and then Chris is all like you know service and you know like hey you know how's everything and yeah, conversation he wants, to, he wants to build a conversation a conversation yeah. and then and, and my brother like he's like I'm oh. sorry <laughs> I'm just so tired I can't even talk right now <laughs> but I really like how it looks hey but that's how B is though I know yeah, B he's like, like straightforward like yeah he's <laughs> over here like this dude right here <laughs> but I can hear I can only hear him say like I'm sorry just don't talk a lot when I'm sleepy <laughs> Nah, well, uh, my bad for derailing the conversation, <laughs> but I, I just felt like we had a shout yeah, out. Yeah, boys. shout out um, to the barbershop table. <laughs> if you're listening to this, uh, shout out to you, uh, to Christopher. Thank you for giving me a great haircut, man. And shout out to so your good. cousin who brings the plantains to the parties, man. I'll never, I'll never forget that. That's very unique. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out, <laughs> shout out to Chubbs. <laughs> and we're going to be shout out to Cisco for you. <laughs> we're going to be trailing like. Yeah, I had the shout outs, you know. Yeah, I know, yeah, for, for <laughs> sure. And everyone we forgot about. Hey, shout out hey, to <laughs> I just want to say, Cisco, you're next, man. Uh, I'll be seeing you in two weeks. Because I promise, I remember I promised. Nah, we inter- you already booked the appointment? No, but it took, I'm going to do it like in a week in a Oh, okay. So, I was uh, going to say, you're going to go in two weeks and I'm like, oh, good luck with you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see how lucky I am. Hopefully, I get a. I get a good appointment, you know. Good day. <laughs> Just hit him up, dude. Yeah. Sí, siempre me pregunta por ustedes. ¿Cómo, yeah, están, yeah, yeah. ¿cómo están el, el David y el Coque? I, I oh, promise. He's, he's and, a good dude. He's a, he's a good dude. The other dude, too. I love that guy. Este, ¿Cuál es el puertorriqueño o Ru? Ru, man. The soul. Hey, oh, este Edgar. Edgar. Also, man. Hey, speaking of, he was uh, featured at uh, Queer Eye. Queer Eye. Yeah. Netflix. What? Yeah, you didn't know, you didn't see it, nah. dude. He was a, uh, I think it's episode five or six. Which one? That's the one. It was, it was episode five. I'll have to check that. Yeah, out. dude. Uh, they were doing a makeover on on a uh, on a guy, and then they they went to Old Soul. Yeah, he volada el el ¿Qué lago? Tres de maíz y dos de harina. Te has parado, dude. But yeah, so back to back to the convo. Back to the like, convo. MLS the structure. How much do I know? How much do I know of the rules and like the all the financials behind it. And I'm going to say I'm a similar to David. I know very, very little. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier this week, Richie sent us a couple of links, a couple mm-hmm. of resources. And honestly, I, I was overwhelmed with the amount of, of, um, of information, of rules, of regulations, of caps, of exceptions, of designated players, Adidas p- generational players, um, the amount of roster spots. It's a little bit too much for me that mm-hmm. I need to, digest it little by little um hopefully i'll i want to take this season as an opportunity to really learn the mls and the mm-hmm. system to understand it because like everything i think the more you know about it the more you're going to enjoy it mm-hmm. and the more you're going to understand uh why decisions are made mm-hmm. because we as fans we look at the decisions wolf claudio reina are making mm-hmm. and sometimes we're like why we don't really know why did he get this player. Yeah, we really why does don't this player have any like, information? Why why did he make ring 
Yeah. Why, why has Ring made a designated player mm -hmm. now? Yeah. If we already had him, like, oh, they, maybe they wanted to lock him up into a contract, you know, for yeah, like several years. For, There's a lot of things, man. But <clears throat> I will say that, um, yeah, this season's a good opportunity to to learn. But I'm like David was saying, when I when I watch the game, I look at I look at the players, at the tactics, at how they perform, mm -hmm. and and you kind of start to see patterns develop, and then mm -hmm. you start to understand. Um, what works for the team and what's not working mm -hmm. as from a fan perspective. Right. But the money, the way I've always looked at the money has been in the negative connotation. Mm -hmm. For example, um, La Selección Mexicana. There's so much talent in mm -hmm. Mexico. Sometimes you wonder why they call up certain players yeah. and why they play one player and not the other. Mm. So when I, when I think about money in soccer, I see it in a negative way where I'm like, are they having this player here because he costs a lot of money and like the marketing is a marketing team and all this stuff moving, making mm -hmm. decisions over, over the, uh, the, uh, the soccer aspect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that, that's kind of why I look at it from a negative way, but I want to move away from that and kind of try to understand it a little bit better. Right. Because, yeah, one thing that, like, say, we don't know much about it right now, right? Um, eventually, we're going to have guests that know more about it. And then it'll be good to, to, you know, like, we get some more visual besides just uh, a board or a writing, mm -hmm. or like an article. Um, but, yeah, man, like you were saying, it's it's the more you know about it, I think you're going to be able to enjoy more of the work behind what mm -hmm. what's going on. Because we can throw so many names out there, like, for when you sign a player. But then there's all these rules that I was like, now that I hear those rules, I'm like, yeah, I think it makes sense. Why not bring that player? Mm -hmm. Although it is like, like for example, a lot of Mexican players, you know, they they don't really, unless they come like as a DP, mm -hmm. and it's just the the whatever they make in Mexico, what would they would make here? Like they wouldn't want to take the pay cut, right? Um. And there's a lot of mon money involved. It sounds like yeah, it's it's well not well money involved, but also in a way where it's more budgeting wise. Like say you have what's called GAM, you have what's called TAM. Mm -hmm. Um, so basically the MLS, from what I'm I'm understanding from my side, I could be wrong, I could be right, but it's right. just my understanding of what I was looking at is, you know, the MLS is the one that controls everything, and all the teams are just like sub branches or branches of the MLS mm -hmm. um, or franchise. Mm -hmm. So they can't really move any foot or any, any movement mm -hmm. or any, anything unless it's approved by, by the MLS. By, by the MLS. Okay. Right. I, I think um, one thing is I, I can see, like say as an accountant, I can see maybe everything they bring in and they talk about with others budgeting more than caps and, and rules, this budgeting part. So, one, they can cover the teams from not overspending, mm -hmm. and there won't be like a huge disparity between the teams that can make it and buy something like in New York, LA, LA. Like the big marketing the teams, big marketing teams. Marketing teams. Have the yeah, more, more of a but like financial, right, grab. right, compared to like the teams, Sm like bigger market versus bigger smaller market, versus smaller market. Yeah. yeah, right. So, I think that that's that's. In a way, that makes sense. Let's yep. keep it more competitive. But let me even. let me ask you this uh, then: so is, is is that why there's like two different like tournaments going on in the MLS? Well, there's uh, what do you mean two different tournaments? Like the East or West or whatever. I, I think so. More because of the traveling part. Uh, it, it's say for example, you have like a week game. Yeah. You, you I mean the travel. You don't want to have more. Like say if you have everything. Uh, every every because the the this United States it's it's a huge piece of right, land. Right, right. You want you don't want to have a Sunday game, LA against Seattle away, oh, no, and no, then yeah. the next game is gonna be LA against New York, New York oh, no, and then the next game could be LA against Florida, like uh like Miami FC. Um, so I think they were doing it more so just for 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 land, like. Okay. You know, traveling purposes. So then, what about when they when somebody wins the championship? Did they get any money? Did they get anything like that? Like you know how in the other competitions they get millions or whatever. Right, right. they get they get money, but however, I, I think one, I mean, I I don't know exactly how much money they get, right. but 
I, I did more like learning about the teams that didn't do well. Mm -hmm. Then they get more what's called GAM. It's general allocated money. So they can build up their squad or a new team like like Austin FC, you know, they had more GAM than other teams. And then they also get picks in the super draft, right? And, and they it, get it the it first goes, pick in the super draft. It goes in reverse order from the last place up to the... Right, kind of like the MLS or, you know, I mean, the, the NFL, NFL or uh, the, well, I mean, what's the NBA? And that was my next question. It's like more like American football. Very similar to yeah. American football. I see. But one thing I don't like about that system, and I don't know too much about it, but from what I've heard is um, sometimes teams that aren't doing well, they, they make a like a decision to start mm -hmm. to tank. Like to, you know what, the season isn't going well for us. Yeah. We're just going to play, you know, our second, third string teams and maybe lose. But that's okay because we want to get that first pick. So that's that's the negative side that I see from, from that type of system. Right. And then also from a system that doesn't have – uh relegation like the like the EPL and 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 that's one thing to me that makes the the, the Premier League so exciting because we're, I'm watching games of like the last place teams but they're playing for their life mm -hmm. because they know that if they don't get the the points yeah it, they're yeah. out yeah and that second division in England they're not going to have a market they're not going to they're not going to make money as a team and mm -hmm. But even the second division in England, it's kind of like the first division it's in, like in Mexico. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. like a really competitive right. league, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Well, here's here's the one thing that, like, I, I, am, I assume they don't have relegation to attract more investors to the league. Yeah. Oh, that could be one thing, which, which it's wrong because at the end of the day, it should be, you know, you stay in the league because of a merit base. Like, you you know, you don't want to be last place. And like you said about the Super Draft um, in other sports, you kind of want to tank so you can get the first draft pick. But because there's so much research on players, like in, in F, and like say college football, you already have an idea who might be the, the, the first, first pick. draft pick yeah. or in, in the NBA too. But in, in our side, in soccer... Everything that builds from whenever you want to have a new player comes from your own academy. So I, I don't know how for me is okay. We have the super draft, right? You know, a, a player coming from college, he did everything great. He did whatever he could, you know, to make it better. For example, for us, this past season was Danny Pereira. He was our first draft pick. I, it was pretty good. I yeah. mean, for what we got, he, he, it, was, he was very good yeah, uh, he was for for how they set it up. And I think they're starting to pay more attention on, on the super draft pick and this having more meaning. Um, because it's my first time like this week, like checking well, checking out the super draft pick and who's gonna pick, you know, when and what time. Uh, and that's how we knew Kip Keller. Kip Keller's a selection that Austin FC made on on, on the, the super draft. I think it was like fifth round or sixth round. I think it was fifth round, and but. Keller was projected to, to be, get picked first. Right. So that I was surprised to hear right. that, that we actually got him. Mm -hmm. I'm, I don't know how, so, how it worked out. So, right. this, so the thing is, the thing is, well, well from my hearing, right, mm -hmm. is that we're, we're expecting a lot from that player. We, right, right. But the thing is, now we have the academy players, mm -hmm. you know, players right. that come from, you know, from our, you know, lower, not divisions, but younger players. Right. Um, how much impact is a younger player going to do compared to a super draft or player. a drafted player? Like right. what, like say the, the pressure, because like whenever you, you know, and for us in, in we, we watch soccer for so long, we already know players that come from academies or Las, las Inferiores. Mm -hmm. And if there's a good player, little by little, le tienen como más, más, más presión, pero más como... Proyección. Quieren ver más siempre de él. Más siempre sí, de él. Sí. Right. And then whenever you look at a, mm -hmm. like, who's going to be, like for me is, who's going to have more projection? Our homegrown player mm -hmm. from the academy mm -hmm. or right. the player from the super draft pick? Right, right. Um, for example, last, last season, which kind of worked out well for us, we had Mackenzie Graves. He came from the academy. Mm -hmm. And then we have... Um, Danny Pereira came from a draft. I mean, they ended up being actually very good. But now, other teams, how how well has that worked out for them, you know? 
Uh, and it'll be good to see is from the past 10 years, where's that super draft first round pick? Like, where where's he at? Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, I'm pretty sure it's in, like an evolution in a way, you know, right, like right. the player has to evolve to actually become that player. Like, f- f- like you said, from from an academy, academy player, you can just expect so much from, from mm-hmm. you know, but right. from a superstar, super, what do you call it? <laughs> Uh, just a draft pick. Uh, okay, draft, draft. Yeah, you, draft. you're expecting more because yeah. they're considered already being a pro and playing in different teams, right? My, well, well, here's the one thing. ¿Cuál está más preparado? ¿El jugador de tu academia mm-hmm. o el jugador que viene con con con, con un más, con, con más con más este estructura por decirlo? Digamos que competitividad. Por eso. But, but yes, and that's the one thing I was like thinking about like the yesterday, and I really thought about it till like before I went to sleep, and I was like thinking, who would have more of an uh, like well, impact and and the, the, the academy player is probably going to be younger. We know that, right? Right. And then the the draft player is going to be a little bit older, mm-hmm. más más un poquito más acabado, ya más corrido, right? Well, I mean, now this young is like what twenty? It could be twenty, like college, twenty two, twenty three, twenty four. Like what's the average draft age player. for for a draft player, Kobe? Uh, well, draft players are coming out of college, so it's like after their last year of eligibility. I think they're uh, at four years, like twenty two, twenty two, twenty three. So I mean, it's still, still fairly young, young. Yeah, 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 still. So and the and the one thing with the academy players, it can be like Owen Wolf, sixteen, seventeen, he, yeah, and he's already making his debut. Man, kind of, it's just I I feel like right there is just mentality then. Exactly. You know, you're more, more, more knowledge of the game, right. or like, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's confusing. It is to me. It's confusing. It um, for for the the fan coming at it from the outside, yeah. coming in, this can be like, what the hell? I don't, this yeah. is strange. This is strange. Like, I need I, either it can make you lose interest, or sometimes it, it can do the opposite. It can make you more curious and want to ask questions. And right. I think. Us here at Otra, por favor, we, we, we're people that like to ask questions, so we, yeah. we're definitely taking it upon ourselves to, to know a little bit more about this. Right, right. But one thing <laughs> kind of crazy I wanted, I wanted to talk about is all this youth and, you know, what play, h- how players develop, mm-hmm. um, how things go. And we talked a little about the EPL. I was watching um, West Ham versus Leeds. Mm-hmm. Crazy game uh, this past Sunday. Good game, yeah. Uh, hat trick scored by... This guy, Jack Harrison, mm-hmm. Jack Harrison. And this dude has a crazy story because he was born in England. Mm-hmm. He was part of the Liverpool Academy. He played in the Manchester United um, Academy with, with Rashford. Mm-hmm. His mom, single mom, decides to uh, take him out because she doesn't Dang. think that he will, his chances of well, succeeding are, are not good there. Mm-hmm. So she takes him out and they move, or he moves to, uh, Boston, Man, here in the, uh, like in New the England, US. yeah, in the dang, England. okay. And he's, I think he played for uh, uh, New York FC. Mm-hmm. He became a professional. He went over to the Europe, and now he played for Leeds. He scored a hat trick. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. They won three to two. So like that, that type of move. Like, how many people would make that move yeah. to say, "I'm in the Manchester United Academy"? Mm-hmm. What makes you make that de- big that decision? decision to say, "Hey, yeah. you know what"? I have a better chance if I go to the U.S. So something about the U.S. system has to be working for have, having a story like Jack Harrison. Right. You know, this this league, although I personally don't understand it 100%, it has something special about it that I think is uh, creating a lot of talent in, in, in the Bundesliga mm-hmm. and the EPL. We're pumping a lot, a lot of people over there and the, the, uh, the uh, CDI. Here's one thing that, like, say, for example, every time I would hear, you know, someone talk about projections of the level of game for the, for the, for, you know, the U.S., it, they were always going to say, like, oh, it's going to be top five in the world. Right. I, back in the days, I started to really not, eh. But now, dude, because of what's going on, I mean, the players that they're pumping out, and the thing is that the structure, now let's say you have players that there's a minimum you have to pay them regardless. Right. Like you cannot be underpaid. Right. Just to keep a player, I mean a professional, to 
haven't paid consistently mm -hmm. that that alone right there it's a motivation for a player to be professional right um where in in you know like i don't want to be bashing on, on latin america but like say we heard stories about veracruz we hear stories about you know teams in, in different countries where players don't get paid you know oh, yeah. and they have to go to el tas you know which is the uh the arbitrary you know committee that settles a lot of disputes among contracts right. one example cecilio dominguez there's a st there's still from what i read a couple days ago the money owed from independiente to america it's still owed That's now crazy. cecilio's getting paid here so obviously i mean yeah. i think he's in, he's in a good That's place he's staying here he's, yeah, he's, yeah. but it, it's just the player itself how much are they getting paid i mean if you're a star over there like in, in, in Latin america they want to pagar bien but the ones that are below how much are they actually taking care of actual pay yeah, yeah. And, and then one thing is like say I mean, if you look at even the academies, how like when Tony came, he talked about how sometimes they go and they treat the academy players better than some professionals in, in Mexico. But I think it's just like it's the MLS experience. It, it is crazy how many rules they have, but it's working out for people because it's becoming super attractive. Yeah. What do you guys think? No, definitely. I, I, I think I think there, there is something to be said. There's some value in the system. Um, looking at it from another side of the coin, um, I do think for, in this country it's it's very expensive to to play mm -hmm. for, a, as a youth uh, coming through the system, playing club club so soccer. Yeah, some of hard. the some of the fees are, are out of reach for a lot, yeah. a lot of communities, and that's one of the biggest um, issues that I personally dealt with, and I saw a lot of my peers deal with in in, in Houston going through going through that system, going through the club system is like. I saw a lot of talent that maybe um, wasn't given the opportunity, the opportunity to, yeah. to really succeed. And the people that went on to try out for certain academies and, and get that sponsorship, get that scholarship, or it's not, it's few and far between. You know, a lot of people, they're not immediate talent. Some people are late bloomers. And um, uh, I do, I personally feel that that that's one thing that um could probably be improved and it's interesting i was listening to um uh, i think it was a men in blazers podcast and it was talking about the uh, fc dallas academy mm -hmm. it's supposed to be one of the one of the greater academies in the country you know they made the you, the one you probably heard about recently is uh pepe pepe over there in the, in the bundesliga doing his thing now Augsburg, Augsburg, yeah but um The, the, the guy who's running it, I, I forget his name. Hopefully, I, I can find it later. But one thing that he said is that Texas is situated in a very, like, great place of talent. Because you have um, the infrastructure. You have the, the, the system, the facilities, the clubs, the competition. But you also have the Latin American population who loves the sport. Who just absolutely like the sport is is life, and that that perfect mixture can create can create some of the greatest talent mm. you will see, and it's cool to hear that. It, it, it makes me feel good to hear that, and and I get a lot of pride in hearing that because you know you see guys succeeding in in the world in, in the game that um, come from similar backgrounds as yourself, and you know fills you with like a sense of pride. I think, like, say, for example, uh, talking about, you know, how much it costs to play in the club level here. There's foundations that we've seen, like, for their, los, you know, for ATX Foundation. For ATX, um, their leaders. I'm, I'm thinking other teams would have something similar. But it would be good to, to have a player come out from the foundation specifically. Mm -hmm. Because then that will show how much connection the team is doing with the community. Uh, so it won't just be like an after-school program where you have mindfulness, which is great, but actually be, you know, a plan to where if you have a player that you think it's good, I mean, sometimes it's going to take a little more than just seeing them one or one or how many days do they see a player during the week? Uh, they would have uh, uh, practices and, and sessions up to three times a week, I feel. Yeah. 
and at different schools and cool. different times. But Sometimes they'd have weekend events yeah. too. Um, but that foundation is like that. That type of program is is more of a uh, like an after school to give people that space to um, play soccer, but also grow as as a person. As a person. Yeah. So I think what we're trying to get at is something different, more mm-hmm. more towards that competitive level, right? To help help those achieve who maybe don't have the opportunity, right. To yeah. give them that that chance to play at a highly competitive level without having to worry about the financial side, mm-hmm. because once you worry about that. Many times, like yeah. the families don't have, like it. It's enough to 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 have basic living expenses to have to include club expenses, which right. can be ridiculous amounts of money. It, it's expensive, um, and I can talk about that because when I was younger, I I played different clubs, mm-hmm. um, and luckily, well, I, my mom was a single mother mm-hmm. for like uh, three of us, and obviously, she didn't have enough money to actually pay for a club for me to play. Right. Mm. Um, but luckily, my talent um, helped Calmate. me. Well, I'm just saying because I was when I was younger, I, I had I had a different kind of thing, you know, and uh, <laughs> a different kind of thing. Yeah, thing. We're gonna we're gonna call it that. And 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 clubs, you know, I was luckily for them to actually pay for for, for me to play there. Yeah. And, and obviously, they weren't getting. I wasn't getting paid any money, but they were playing. They were paying all the fees and everything for me to play there. Yeah. And um, I feel like if you have the talent, and you, ha- you got to have will, too, because you, ha- you can have the talent, but you got to listen to whatever they tell you to do. Yeah. You, know? you can't be just just stubborn kid that wants to do whatever you want when you're on the field, right? Mm-hmm. You can't do that. You have to be manageable. And um, luckily, I was that type of kid, you know, and, and, and luckily, I got um, expo- sponsored and everything mm-hmm. to actually play. But, I mean, that 18... 18- ATX or whatever you for ATX yeah for ATX Foundation that you talk about that's that's fairly new though it mm. barely came out I'm guessing because I I never heard of anything like that right. usually it was you go to a club that if the club sees that you have uh, talent you have you can be managed mm-hmm. they they'll help you and then they'll sponsor you and and pay for whatever you need and and they make sure you play for them you know mm-hmm. I'm thinking more like in a in a perfect scenario like one player could come out of that. You know, and, and, and they, I, I'm saying it, it, it can happen, uh, but they need it, to like because then that, that will come that, like say directly. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, like I know it's it's the 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 purpose of it is not to scout players, right? But I'm thinking, how much impact would it would it do in in a team mm-hmm. or like say the, for the community if a player gets, you know, found like a hidden gem gets found. Through that, you know, yeah. through a weekend program, after school program, right. like how much, how much, how much more do you think it would motivate other kids to know, like, oh man, este bato la hizo, and yeah. you know what, I, I maybe I have a chance, I mean, maybe I'm gonna, maybe, well, I'm gonna have that will, you know, to work hard. Y el, y, bueno, para nosotros como como latinos no tenemos la, las experiencias como de de Lionel Messi, tenemos las experiencias como de de Pelé, tenemos las experiencias como de Ronaldinho, de cómo uh-huh. un niño de, de, de escasos recursos agarra su sueño de jugar fútbol, que era lo que amaba, que era lo que practicaba todos los días. Y, y cómo una persona, cómo una persona se fija en ese jugador y dice, no, este, este jugador va a ser diferente, tiene uh-huh. lo que tiene para ser diferente. Y, y, y lo agarran ¿no? y le dan la oportunidad de, hey, vente, te vamos a entrenar, no tienes que pagar nada. Y le dan la oportunidad porque... Sinceramente, yo he visto muchos jugadores uh, menores que yo y muy buenos, muchísimos muchísimo mejor que yo, cuando estaba joven en ese tiempo. Y digo, ¿por qué no les dan la oportunidad? Esos chavos tienen, tienen con qué, tienen, tienen para ser mejor, tienen para dar, este, mucho, tienen para, para, para dar mucho sacrificio y, y hacer su sueño, ¿no? Pero, pero tienes que tener siempre esa persona que anda en busca de, 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 de talento. Y a lo mejor es lo, aquí en la MLS, por ejemplo, no sé si hay personas así. Porque si tú vas a, a Latinoamérica, por ejemplo, encuentras muchos este muchas personas que andan haciendo, ese es su trabajo, ¿no? Uh-huh. Ir a diferentes lugares donde hay un partido de fútbol, de cascarita, lo que tú quieras, y ven a esa persona única uh-huh. que, que está haciendo algo diferente que los otros están haciendo. Visores. Claro. 
Y ahí dice, no, este, ven, mira, tengo uno, ¿qué crees? Sí, vamos. Y empiezan el proceso. Lo entrenamos, a ver si, como dije, si, uh, let's see if it's manageable, because you have to be manageable to actually become something bigger. Mm -hmm. If not, they will that's, just throw it That's out. the key, too. Yeah, man. they will just throw yeah. it out. Challenge is the beginning. Right. But, but it's just discipline. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Moldability. Exactly. Your ability to learn and Listen, what the, what, what listen. the team is telling you, what yeah. the coach is telling you, be able to apply it. Exactly. It's, it's a different thing. Exactly. It's a different thing. Now, uh, I think I think that's a good. It's funny because we went from 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 you know just thinking about budgeting and regulations and right. thinking about like you know like what can happen in the community and that's good. Um, and and I think hopefully hopefully you know we get something um, out of out of what we talked about. More so in the community, like you were saying, that there there could be that opportunity for a kid, but a kid also has to, you know, put in his work. But but you, you gotta remember too, Richie. Like Austin FC just came out. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's gonna take a little while. For oh, it's gonna take to years right. for that to happen. So, yeah, it so would, we it gotta would, be patient yeah. for that. And and, and maybe like I don't know, maybe in ten years we'll see some somebody yeah. somebody come out of that and then be like, oh shit, we talk about this. Yeah, and, 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 and kind of going back to uh, MLS and, and, and their their structure, they do have some incentives um, for homegrown talent. I know that that, that kind of um, frees up some, some allowable budgetary um, aspects of, of how much allocated money the team has from, from what I understand. So... Hopefully, yeah, in, in, in a few years we can see some of that homegrown talent start to show up on the pitch and, and, and kind of help us out on the financial side, but also on the motivational and inspirational side for uh, someone young out there in Austin saying that, hey, look, there's someone that is was like me that came through the academy, he was from Austin, he's a, prof he's a professional, professional now, and they're doing it that means i can do it too so okay. serve so that they can serve as examples and, and just you know motivate people motiv motivate, motiv motivate people to yeah. do that and, yeah. and understand that it's possible and we already have that person dude like literally pepper rangel well, we already got someone that can do that it's just a matter of you know time yeah. but i hope i hope we get an opportunity to you know because of experiences of what he sees he can be a, a link between the team and a community for sure for sure and it, it, that's that's the key word community and it's it, it's a network and that's what i love so much about austin fc is mm -hmm. that they they really focus on 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 being true to what that means establishing roots within the city of austin mm -hmm. and you see it in what they do with uh the community events and the way that the fans fan clubs and the fan groups have engaged with uh with the art artistry um with um, even social causes in, in 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 Austin, such as homelessness, with the new new um, merchandise that they're coming out with, with mm -hmm. the scarves, with you know shout outs to certain icons of Austin, and and uh, just trying to see it as a whole because it's easy to look at at, at soccer just results based, mm -hmm. but I think what's what's beautiful about Austin FC. And the community around is that we kind of widen the lens and start to try to see how we can improve and make things a little bit better for for everybody. Right, right. Um, and one thing like from us is just to learn learn more about the league, um, learn more about some some stuff that when we talk about you know why a player can come or can't come, we can look at those budgeting things first. Yeah, and I think that's going to help us. Not just throw out names out of the nowhere, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 in previous weeks, and yeah. not only you guys, but with other other of my friends, we, it's always been the thing. Like, which I wish, but it, 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 it's it's a valid argument. But yeah. looking at these rules and looking at how the money is allocated, how how things work, and understanding the how much Mexican players are sold for, and you know what they want to get paid. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. <laughs> no, especially not easy. what they want to get paid. That's the one yeah, thing. What they, yeah. And I think like like this is where the community part kicks in, you know. Porque hay mucha raza aquí. And, and I think if we, if we can find that link, that link, just that one link, 
it can change a lot of things for 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 the um the league austin fc you know for us yeah and our community you know um now another thing that i want to talk about is we don't have a relegation we don't have uh um so it's very one-sided type of league yeah and with the allocations you know if you do not well you get a little more you know money so you can build up your squad what would you like say how how is it a benefit for you when you look at the fact that you don't have relegation as a fan i mean as a fan it's easy it doesn't matter if you lose all games you're still gonna be competitive next season right i mean it's in, in other leagues you gotta you gotta watch out because because if you if you're not in in between the I guess the the number of teams that can be in that league you're uh, out brother yeah, you yeah, gotta restart uh, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh <laughs> i mean i would say that's the that's the that's the good thing about not having a relegation you know right is that you don't have to worry about not competing against the, right. the, the same teams again next season, mm-hmm. um, and that I mean, in other in other leagues, for example, uh, people that stay in the league get money regardless, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Whichever uh, place you are in, right? But uh, in this team, Richie, do they do they get anything? You were you were talking about getting like first pick and all these things. They do, do they? get they do get more on the game, I think. Oh, okay. more more on the uh, general allocation. Mm-hmm. Uh, targeted is more when you want to get like an expensive player. There you go. But they do get a little more, you know. Si te va mal, pues ahí te echan la mano. And you see that that's the thing too. In other leagues, you really don't have that shit. You know, <gasps> yeah. It's, you you don't have money, get your player. You know, <laughs> that's basically it. So I mean. Now it's pretty straightforward. I, th- I feel like why not? So, and that, that's the one thing. Like, say when you don't have relegation, you don't have because I think there was a study in 2017-16 by Deloitte and Silva Group. I think that's the group that owns the owner of uh, Miami FC, mm-hmm. and they they try to you know there was a debate about having relegation and not having relegation, mm-hmm. and for them it was just like um, instead of detracting investors from coming in mm-hmm. it's actually going to increase it because it's going to show more competitiveness and the teams are going to be better not having relegation or having uh, relegation having relegation yes yes yeah. i'm with that i'm with that because it, it's going to make the teams uh try more <laughs> yeah i'm 100 percent with yeah. that too man that too. yeah just looking at the table right. of the of the epl like yeah yeah <laughs> you got norwich newcastle burnley at the bottom mm-hmm. they're about to be relegated but you have leeds everton and watford Almost right there. They're like 10, 10 points apart. So basically what's happening is all so these other leagues in Europe have relegation, but the only one doesn't is MLS, right? Well, the Mexican the league Mexican for five league years. The, Mexican, the, league the Mexican league just got rid of relegation. For like right? five years. But you see. Well, it, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's going to be like in the next couple of years. It's going to come back. But the thing is like, let's say, for example, with relegation, like say in England, it's different because I, you don't really hear maybe I really don't pay much attention to it mm-hmm. but there's not really much of a financial struggle between the clubs mm-hmm. because they're they've rich. been doing it for so long yeah, they're, they're rich, rich. They, they're good at ba- balancing their budget Makes and, sense. And, and, in England it's also the biggest sport in the, in the country so yeah. they they, have, they when, probably have way more capital than, than the MLS, than the MLS. Don't, yeah. don't we don't you think in Mexico will be the biggest sport? That too. That, that's why yeah. I, I don't. I don't know too much about the uh, the Mexican structure either. I don't know why they got rid of relegation. I think it's from from what I've heard. It's just to cover the teams that weren't doing well that could have been relegated, like Cruz Azul, Chivas, America. At one point, like in two thousand eight, uh, all these big teams going through. Really, really right. tough, tough times and tough years. They don't want those big market teams yeah, to but, get relegated. But it, it just recently changed, though. You, you, you see, and it's for what do you call it? For benefit, for benefit of these big teams, though. Right. Way. Porque si aunque la regaste, you you can you, you, you can, you can, you can still stay. Compete. Yeah. Yes. Right. But now but they have to pay a fine. Like a cheat, you know. I don't know. But it's right. literally it's it's 
I mean, it, <laughs> but, you make the, someone slack. Like you make you you become a, a a league of slackers when. And I'm not saying like let's say for example like Mexico's been there for so long they had relegation for so long, and now they take it away. It's kind of like you you're making the teams a lot more like slack off. You know, Basic. Like, you don't yeah, play yeah. well until like Ligia. Yeah. It's it's funny how like money changes your your perspective yeah. on things because. Even, even my my dad, man. My dad's a small business owner. He, ha he has a soccer store in uh, in Houston. Right. Jorge Sport. Jorge Sport. <laughs> Jorge Sport. And uh, hey, man, what's up with the shirts? Hey. <laughs> We need to get some Jorge Sports. <laughs> I got a, I, I got a story for that. I'll say it for later. Um, but even he looks at, at at games now with the uh, the financial lens. So when America's doing well, he's happy. I'm like, Dad, I'm selling. Like I'm like you're a Chivas fan. What's going on? He's like nah. And America vende. Yeah, he's selling his shirts. Chivas Here's doing well. He's like happy because Chivas vende. Yeah. But you have um, well not even you have, you have Pumas doing well. Like mm. like some of the smaller market teams like they don't sell. Not yeah. in Houston. Not 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 in the neighborhood. So yeah, he looks at it from that lens, and I'm like. Do you even enjoy these games anymore? Are you just like looking at the dollar bills? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but 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 he's also going with the game how it's changing. You know, yeah. like yeah, they, they right. took relegation and too. So yeah. he's going with that too, and and trying to like market in a way that oh, they yeah. can still make money for sure, that. for sure. So, but dude, it's um, what would you do if you were in charge of the MLS? If oh. if I was in charge. I would include that relegation. Thing. Relegation, okay. yeah, because it will make it more competitive, more like people will will want to see it more. Mm -hmm. People, not just from the U.S., but different countries, and and it will just give that extra push for the players, for the teams, for the whole yeah, like you know whatever it's behind the scenes that you don't see when you're watching a soccer. Like it would just increase that, and I feel like I would, I would, I would change that if I had the power right now. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think ML relegation would have good impact. It would be a good now it, it would, it would, uh, the investors would. That's the one thing they'll just. Well, yes and no, um, because. Like here in, in the U.S. is different on how every sport is. You know, you look at it, like you watch sports, right? Well, it, it's different well, because there's so many sports that and, people and, watch. And one thing, you know? like let's say for example, like I, I haven't lived in Mexico, so I I mean for for years, but here for example, if, if you have an event going on, you're gonna still get a good amount of people that are gonna go regardless. Um, now the one thing I would say, like the Austin Bowl. You know, the reason why people didn't go is because it was far away. It was. But I'm pretty sure we had the Aston Bowl very close to UT Stadium or like more central. You will have more of a pool of, of, of people. But, I mean, there's still so many suburbs out in the U.S. that, you know, at USL, it's, it's starting to grow, you know. But I think it's just, it would, it would be good to have it, but also going to be, how much of a quality you're going to have or how much more you're going to get people from not investing and really putting money in the MLS. But then again, it's going to bring competition. Like you're you're going to have to be on your toes. Exactly. I'm pretty sure some rules are going to have to be, you know, changed so you can have that level of competitive competitiveness because if you relegate a team that's like right now, for example, I don't know any team that's struggling financially, but a team that, Right now, it's barely barely able to pay the salary cap or, you know, take care of the players financially. Mm -hmm. If they relegate, they're going to lose, like, brand deals. They're going to lose a lot of things. So whenever you have to pay your players, mm -hmm. the minimum pay is going to be a lot less than what it is right now, which is, I think it's like 82000 I don't know how much more lower it would be, but it, it would just change the dynamics It will be a lot more competitive, and especially for the region, you're gonna have a lot more. I mean, the games between MLS and La Liga MX, like in a Conca Champions, they're starting to get good. 
Yeah, they're starting to get very good. It's, it's, the I mean, gap, the gap is closing. The gap I is mean, closing. you got to remember too, the MLS is like fairly new too. Like you know, it's I don't know exactly how you know yeah. when I mean, we went started. Nineteen ninety six. That's already good. I, almost thirty years. Twenty twenty eight, twenty nine. I still remember uh, still the like days where they did the uh, shootouts. The, shoot, the shootouts. <laughs> yeah, you see, like that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, that's like I never even knew about that type of finish to a game until. Mm-hmm. I think I was like high school soccer. They were like, "Oh, we're gonna do a shootout." I know. Like, oh, PKs? Nah. I know. <laughs> I, I, I was like, when I when I had that the first thing, I was like, "What do you have the to do here?" Yeah. He's like, "You and start, he's like, you just start watch. the midfield. And then <laughs> watch what do you got to do?" And I was like, "What? Is what PK is this?" You know? Yeah. Um, but I mean, we're getting better. It's it's changing. Yeah, yeah. it's changing. So um, I don't know, maybe ten years. And that's we're having this conversation. I'm saying right now, and yeah. and then maybe ten, twenty years later, they they might have relegation, and and it's right. gonna be different, you know. And I'm not gonna lie, man. Every MLS stadium that's been built, even though they're smaller at times, man, they're they have good stadiums, like good stadiums for for the amount of people that go. Mm-hmm. It I feel like the smaller the stadium, pero si lo llenas, is a lot better than the fifty thousand people stadium, and you can barely. Have ten thousand there, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's a lot of thought that goes into the design of of a soccer specific stadium, mm-hmm. and and you know one thing that some of the design constraints of the to the Q two stadium is like, okay, so we're building a stadium in Austin, um, really hot weather. Um, it could be pretty uncomfortable during the during that during the hot seasons. We get a lot of months and it's like ninety plus degrees. So one of the one of the decisions that was made is like to have um, ventilation, like allow that wind to come through. They could have decided to add more seating, but yeah. they're like, you know what, we're gonna keep it at what is it like twenty k, twenty two k, give or give or take um, that amount that amount of capacity. But we're gonna depend on se mete ni. We're gonna have it in a way so that you, se la borda. you can have some free flowing wind and yeah. when that breeze when that breeze it hits, hits good, you man. in yeah. the in the hot in, in yeah. the hot months you're thankful and also like the the sound level I was surprised of how how it feels to be there the acoustics the acoustics yeah. when everybody when the when the when everybody's cheering I was doing the chants you hear the instruments it's the drums banging and banging mm-hmm. it feels like you're you're in a a packed house like you feel that advantage um versus um you can imagine a, a large stadium like you said and um it just doesn't feel the same or a stadium that's designed for football that just happens to accommodate soccer for mm-hmm. certain times of the year it's, yeah it's like, not the same imagine having the, the ut game the austin fc games at the ut stadium it would be ridiculous it would be weird like one point, uh, my ass that my dad, I think my dad asked me like, "Hey, do they play games like at the at the UT Stadium? It is big." And I'm like, maybe La Selección can fill it up, but I don't know about anyone else. And then I told him, "But there's Round Rock, and I mean that's where they have like friendlies there, and I mean people will show up." But man, it's just the the what they're doing, and I think even even MLB, there was the Phillies. They downgraded the size of the stadium. And they made more revenue in the new stadium than than the old one. Now I don't know how it is right now because I was nine, like two thousand nine when I heard about that. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I, I think the MLS is going to a direction that you know, at first it's weird, but then it kind of makes sense. And and it's probably not weird. It's like it's new to us. We don't really understand it. That's what yeah. it is. And 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 once you get to like get to know the rules, you know, because mm-hmm. that was a big thing for me. I was like, oh, shit, I didn't know this, you know. Uh-huh. You can only have, like, three international players. Three. Uh, I don't know how many international players, uh-huh. but designated players, I think, are three. Three. You see, and it's like, oh, shit, like, and I'm talking shit here, and I don't even know, right? <laughs> but it is. We're over here, hey, wait, trata Messi. <laughs> right. But it's like, it's because we don't know. We, yeah. we say things, right? Yeah. And and once you get to know the rules and what goes into what, uh, um, it explains it to you better and you, you get a better understanding yeah. about the league. Right, right. That's why it's it, it, read, man. Right. Read. 
Yeah, yeah, I think he'll be good. Um, Shout out Claudio Reina. Hopefully, one day we can have him and he can explain. He gives the download. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think, I think now that we know more about like what's going on, we can understand why we'll make some decisions. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see this I next know, season. Right? Like, like, like the the team is new. Everything is new to us too. So right. um, yeah. we're learning, but it's a process. So we're excited as fuck for this new season, man. February yeah. is coming up soon. February Atlas is gonna play February Austin FC on the fifteenth. No, not to be biased, but February is the best month of the year, bro. Yeah, I'm just gonna tell you right here. Shortest I, uh, month, very few days, okay. but most the best the best days. You know, you know what? Are, we got upcoming this February. What do we have? We have World Cup qualifiers, Ooh. right? We got the champions back, right? We got uh, we got the the start of the Austin agree. FC season. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm an NBA fan, so you got the All Star break. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> you, 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 you got my and birthday coming up. We got, we got a couple birthdays. We got the the Super Bowl. Hey, is yeah. the, are they going to play it in? Uh, we got uh, Valentine's. It's also Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Yeah. Shout out to shout out to my wonderful wife. Man. Are you guys big on Valentine's? <laughs> Uh yeah, dude, we like to do a little some some. Uh, Sometimes not on the specific day because it's stupid. I, I like the day stupid. after when you can get we, everything on discount. We can do the <laughs> day, we usually do the day after or the day before. Yeah, just to avoid like the the fixed menu and like the yeah the stupidness. Of Man, I, we were um, before we we close this episode. We we're gonna go to um, Stancia because we made a reservation. Stancia by Great Hills. Wait, is that a restaurant? Yeah. It's like like that's churrascarias. Churrascarias. Oh 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 yes yeah, yes, yes, so, yes yes yes. So we get there right, and there's a big ass line. Yeah. And like oh you know hopefully this is only for people that didn't make a reservation. Yeah. We're like hey you know we're we have a reservation for two. Get in seven. line. <laughs> oh yeah, you have to wait in line. Oh shit, how much did they wait? Yeah, about thirty minutes. We waited thirty minutes. Another hour because they were overbooked. Mm-hmm. Oh man, uh, we ended up going somewhere else. Um, and then my uh, brother-in-law, Tree, he's like, hey, you guys should do a job review and tell them what really happened. So we did a job review, and they sent us a gift card for two free meals for the for dinner, saying, like, apologizing. Because I think for them, they'd rather keep the customers than yeah. Yeah, forget about them. So we ended up going, like, a year later and redeemed those, like, you know, those two free meals. But I mean, like, two free meals, 50 bucks. Let's go, you know. What that year, a year later, you said? A year later. <laughs> oh, shit. We, we redeemed it. We that was in two thousand early two thousand seventeen, and we redeemed it in sorry two thousand sixteen, and we redeemed it like late two thousand seventeen. But it was badass, dude. It was badass. But yeah, man. Uh, February is gonna be a month that you know a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, my yeah. birthday's coming up. What are we gonna do for your birthday? Uh, and no, dude. what are we? What are we gonna do for y'all's birthday? How old are you turning, David? We're the same, bro. Thirty-one, oh, 31 man. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting there, bro. Hey, thirty-one, but we feel twenty-one. Yeah, no, I'm twenty. I, I, I say I'm twenty <laughs> usually, but you know. el, el tío, <laughs> el tío, el chavo ruco, you know. El chavo rico. <laughs> But hey, you know, thank you for listening to another episode of Otra Por Favor. Yes, Otra Por Favor. Uh, I think what as we as as the season, I do want to come back and talk about more about you know the budgeting rules and stuff. Yeah. After the transfer market is closed, because then we can talk about the players and how the allocation of the money was used. Um, hopefully, we can have some guests that would come and explain a little more about help that. those help those more a little bit yeah. understand it better. You know. So hopefully, we you know we have a couple of of you know. Uh, we have we have a couple of invitees in mind, and hopefully we can get it done by then. But yeah, um, ciérranos, si 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 en algo en mente. Yeah, um, no, pues gracias por escucharnos. Acuérdense de seguirnos siempre en Instagram. Denos un like. Uh, acuérdense de mandarnos un mensaje directo para decir si tienen una idea o algo que quieran que tratemos aquí en, en la plataforma. Uh, van a ser muy gra- agradecidos. Um, y no, pues muchas gracias por seguir escuchando. Este, estamos ahí en Spotify, en Facebook, en YouTube. Síganos y ahí estamos. Y muchas gracias. Yes, sir. Thanks for listening. Please share, like with your friends and family. Um, give us a shout if you have any 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 suggestions, any questions, any comments. Hit our inbox otra por favor on Instagram, Spotify, YouTube. Thank you. Hey, y'all take care y pórtense bien, raza.
Adiós. Chao, chao, chao.